A very warm welcome to This World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome back to this World Game Changers podcast episode. I am joined by a lady from the United States of America, California to be precise. And uh, yeah, this this particular lady, she's been on quite a few podcasts before, but she hasn't been with us for a short while. So it is with immense pleasure that I welcome back Amy Mosco. Amy, a very warm welcome to you. And I am going to say mom. Oh, all right. You pulled out the man there. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me back. It's very nice to be in your presence, as always. Um, so so thank you for inviting me. So, listeners, we, um, we previously did an episode around missional leadership and spirituality, knowing me, knowing you. And Claire Bancoli did that uh, that podcast dance with me from a very, very Christian perspective. Now, I'm not going to preframe this in any way, shape or form, but I think it's fair to say, Amy, that you and I will be doing this from a, a very spiritual, uh, spirituality perspective, whatever that means, listeners. And, you, you know, you decide when you listen to this, what does that mean? Because I'm sure this will be a fascinating conversation. And just to give that some context, it will be around the, the, the theme of identity. You know, our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with spirituality, the outside world, and all these weird and wonderful things. Bit of a mouthful there, Amy. Where do we even start with this? Yeah, this is, um, and this is a good question, because uh, this is delicate territory for a lot of people. You know, we have really strong attachments to our beliefs, as we should. And so um, this is a it's a delicate topic, but I'm really happy to explore it with you wherever you want to start. Mm. Yeah. OK, so let's start with, you know, the, the first part of the, uh, the podcast title here, missional leadership and spirituality. I mean, when I say those words to you, Amy, what does that conjure? What's your initial reaction to those four words? So missional leadership, I feel like, um, you know, I've, I say this to myself all the time. It's not a new phrase, but I say it to myself and I say it to those who I work with. Um, my success is your success is our success, mm -hmm. because ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all connected and we're connected by our spiritual roots. Even if our, our faiths and our beliefs are different and our practices are different, we're all connected at the roots. So in understanding that we're all connected at the roots, I think um, this is a, a foundation or a platform, a place to stand um, when we're interested in becoming a leader or we find ourselves in a position where we are leading others. Hmm. So from an identity point of view, then, um, you know, that, that age old question, those three, three simple, three simple words. But boy, what a question. Who am I? Because surely before, and I ask, I say surely, it's not surely at all. 
but I ask this as a question when I say surely. Surely, when we ask that question and we look to maybe have an influence in the outside world, we've got to be, have, have we got to be fairly sure of who we are? Because how can we hope to make things better, to use a cliche? Um, you know, and I know in academic circles, using cliches is not really the done thing. But I'm just trying to get out the substance of this, Amy, and, and, and say, well, how can I expect to have a really positive influence in the world if I don't actually know who I am or where I'm starting or what my purpose is and all that kind of thing, if that makes sense? It does make sense. And it's always a good question, but I find it's a question that we need to ask ourselves on a daily basis because we are eternal beings. Constantly change, constantly grow. So today you're a different person than you were yesterday. And while I think there's this current, you know, we have these layers of purpose um, that sit underneath who we are as an individual human being. Um, but each day, these layers can change. So we have our foundational layer, which is like our, our spiritual or our soul mission. But then we have these different missions that we're, we um, task ourselves with on a higher level on a daily basis. So I think checking in with yourself every day and asking that question, okay, who am I? What are my beliefs today? How have I grown? That's something that's really important to do because otherwise we get stuck in who we were yesterday. Mm. And that becomes our identity. Um, but I think a, a little fluid fluidity with identity is um, very beneficial. Mm. Okay, so the first part of their mission or leadership. What about the second part and spirituality? Because that is so, so vast in its interpretation of what what that word means. I think it's, it's actually a beautiful word. I, I love the word spirituality. But what does it mean? Well, spirituality to me um, means the essence of your spirit. I mean, this is like spirituality is your your spiritual beliefs are your home. Um, that's where all your thoughts and emotions are, are derived from. So spirituality to me is like home. And, and if I can just qualify that a little bit, um, I'm an intuitive for Obviously, you know that, but <laughs> maybe some of the other listeners don't know that. Uh, I'm an intuitive and um, I've been studying spirituality for many years, but kind of uh, from my own perspective and from my own divine archives, I've been studying what spirituality is. And the conclusion that I've drawn about it is um, spirituality is really like a, a compendium of experiences and lessons for the soul. And so my spiritual foundation is it was constructed on these lessons. And so to me, that's what spirituality is. It's about these lessons and these, this knowledge and wisdom that I've curated and put in my divine archives. And then I use on a daily basis. That's my spiritual foundation. Mm. And I know, Amy, you and I have had many, many deep and profound chats over a long period of time around you know spirit and and jesus i mean what from your point of view what's how how does that you know for the benefit of the listeners you know how what's the relationship between spirit and jesus okay so it's my understanding just based on my own intuition because i i actually i grew up catholic 
Um, but I wasn't able to embrace the faith because some things just didn't sound right to me. Some of the stories that are told and some of the, um, you know, some of the things that are perpetuated by the Catholic religion for me just didn't feel right. But I always felt like there was something more that I needed to know about. Um, and, and actually behind the scenes, I developed a very close relationship with what I call Jesus energy or the Christ consciousness energy. To me, it's the most pure energy that exists and that's available to us. So there is a deep connection between Jesus and spirituality. But from again, from what I understand and where my studies have led me, um, Jesus was what we call Christ or who we call Christ. But I believe that there have been many Christs. In fact, I believe that the next coming of Christ is really about us stepping into our own Christhood. It's about seeing ourselves as a Jesus or a God. Um, so I believe that Jesus was a man, obviously was an actual living, breathing man, but he was able to channel through his vessel and his being these pure energies and pure information, pure teachings, pure lessons. He was able to channel those through his vessel and then display them or mirror them for others. Um, but I think that, I think the message, at least for me and, you know, for some of the other people that I've interviewed over the years, um, the message is really be like Jesus, like be your own Christ, be a reflection of that Christ consciousness energy in your own life. So uh, that to me is how um, Jesus fits into the picture. But again, like I said, there, I believe that there are many other Christ like beings that have existed on this planet. Mm. It kind of speaks a little bit, doesn't it, to God made uh, man in his own image. Right, exactly. Mm, interesting, yeah. Um, okay, so from this this kind of, um, this whole identity, so, you know, I suppose the big question is, Amy, knowing me, knowing you, can we know the outside world? You know, I'm going back to really the top of this conversation. Can we know the outside world? Can we be an influencer? Can we be called to serve? That's probably the better way to frame it without actually, and I'll use a term that you and I have used regularly, but doing the inner work. Do we have to consciously do that inner work? Or is that spirit that's bestowed within us to help us along? How, how, what's your thoughts around that? That is a great question. I love that you asked that question. <laughs> and I think it's both, actually. I think that we are guided. We are always guided by spirit, inner spirit, our own inner spirits and grand inner spirit. I think that, um, that that's something that's always present within us. We are, we're actually programmed <laughs> to be guided by this higher guiding force, this higher light. But um, the burden if we could call it that is on us to actually discover what we are, who we are as an individual. So yes, we have the guidance. We always have this guiding light that's helping us put our foot in the next position, but we also have to do the work, you know, and, and my studies have been not only on the Christ consciousness and the lessons associated with Christ consciousness, but also how the human energy field is constructed because we are, are the energy parts of us, the parts that you don't see 
this energy field is actually constructed from the lessons of the Christ consciousness. It's, it's, um, it's our goal as an embodied being to integrate some level of mastery with each of these lessons. So, um, and the reason why I bring that up is because as I've been studying the energy field, what I find is that there are two distinct paths that allow us to really um, understand who we are and what our purpose is. And the, the first is through relationship with other people. Okay. So this is about connecting with the world around us and really getting the information we need to fortify the structure and elevate it to a higher place with respect to these Christ consciousness lessons. Okay. And then the second path is going inward and really kind of intuiting and connecting with who you've been, what you've done beyond the borders of this particular lifetime. You know, I know not everybody believes in reincarnation, but just for, for the purpose of sharing my perspective, um, I do believe in reincarnation or multiple embodiments. And there's a lot of information, important information that comes from these other experiences that we've had in other embodiments. So really going inward and looking at that and, and digging into your divine archives with your own experiences is, is a way to develop a relationship with yourself. So we have the outer world, you develop the relationship with the outer world, you develop the relationship with your inner world. And that, that's what leads you to a place of really understanding who you are, what your purpose is, and, um, and keeping you in alignment with that to the highest degree. Okay. I want to introduce a couple of words, Amy, that yet again, we've spoke about many times. One of them is faith. And the other one is love. And I don't kind of deliberately link them together. Maybe they are linked together. We could throw in gratitude. We could throw in forgiveness. I feel there's a nice segue there somewhere. Would you care to enlighten us? <laughs> well, it just so happens that I wrote a book called Gratitude Plus Forgiveness Times Love Equals Happiness. So, you know, I'm, I'm quite fond of the words gratitude, forgiveness, and love. Um, but a little faith thrown in there also is um, definitely it fits in the mix very nicely. So, yes, I would agree. So, you know, certainly within the Christian perspective, when people talk about faith, it's, you know, at the risk of kind of really leaving this loose, it strikes up a, a certain thought pattern, a certain essence. But I think, you know, what, what does faith mean for you, Amy, in, in, in you know, in, in your kind of, understanding uh, understanding is not the right word but your embracing of, of spirituality what what's what does it really mean to you okay so faith is like our little test um that we get to use it like a guidepost i believe um i also believe that faith is directly connected to your inner truth and your inner spirit and so and let me just give you an example. So when I do energy work with people and I help them, you know, I, I help facilitate um, that relationship, building a relationship with inner self. I always start with some exercises. I say, okay, you know, if you connect with the highest expression of you, your, I call it your higher wisdom, that inner spirit at the highest level, if you connect with that part of yourself and say, you know, I choose to only receive 
messages in the highest form of truth, the highest form of divine truth, then what happens is you can kind of let yourself off the hook for um, thinking that anything that's going to come to you from your higher wisdom is anything but truth. You can have faith that truth builds the faith. So if you say to your higher wisdom, I only accept messages in the form of the highest truth, highest divine truth, then why shouldn't you trust your intuition? Why shouldn't you trust anything that comes through your inner spirit? So, um, but this is a daily test for me, as I know it is for other people. It's like we have to almost, or not have to, but it's helpful to develop a mechanism that allows us to be rock solid in our faith. For some people, maybe that's going to church. You know, for other people, maybe it's developing a repetitive practice. Um, but for me, it's making sure that I'm doing everything I can on the conscious level to stay connected with the highest form of truth. And then my faith is solid. My faith in myself, my faith in the world around me, my faith in the events that unfold in front of me is completely solid. Mm. And I suppose irrespective of which perspective we're you know we uh, we commit to we subscribe to whatever the word is surely there's a glue that runs through the heart of everything you know and it transcends all all perceptions it transcends everything and that that is love i mean isn't that isn't that ultimately what it's all about always that is our goal i believe as embodied spirits, it's our goal to align ourselves with love in every expression. Mm. But that's difficult. That's a tall order. <laughs> and I think that sort of that journey, if you like, um, is is very much, you know, there again, irrespective of which perspective we come from. As long as we arrive or do we arrive at a destination called love? Because isn't it true that we are actually loved, personified, but maybe, just maybe, we lose our way quite a bit. I can only take responsibility for myself and say I've lost my way quite dramatically over the years. But I, I like to think I'm on my way back, you know, and that's that's garnered by faith. Um, so what does faith look like? You know, has that got a... A denomination attached to it for me it's a mixture of all things and that's why i asked you about the christ element earlier on and i know you know obviously now is not the time or place for that particular thread of conversation but it you know it was a profound conversation and one that still plays out you know within my life as does you know our beautiful conversations around spirituality and i would suggest that you know on that journey of really kind of uncovering that love that we are is sometimes we take the left path and sometimes we take the right path. Which one's the right one? Both of them. It's one of those paradoxes, isn't it? I mean, we're kind of into, you know, the Taoism uh, now, but yeah. Uh, how does that all land with you, Amy? Does that make sense or? It makes sense to me. I think too, um, you know, I believe, I really believe in divine timing and divine everything, really. I mean, I, I feel like that is the guidepost is divine, <laughs> which is ultimately pure love in, in my opinion. I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, but yes, I think 
everything happens for a reason. And I know it sounds so cliche to say that. Uh, and we're, we've become desensitized to that particular phrase because we hear it so often. And a lot of times it's an excuse, <laughs> but I really do believe everything happens for a reason. Um, we exist at a, at a pretty low level of creation right now. Like we are, we're caught in this matrix of believing we're just a human being, an individual separate human being. So our perspective is very skewed on things higher than ourselves. Um, but I believe because of this low level of consciousness that we're experiencing, um, we have to, the burden is on us to elevate our consciousness and connect with love really and higher purpose. So sometimes that means having experiences that we judge as bad or uncomfortable or unsavory. We have those experiences, but the purpose of that is really to lead us back to light. It's to, to stimulate that growth and, you know, help us grow our consciousness so we can realign ourselves with love because that is our truth. Um, so yes, I agree with you to say that both paths are quote, right. <laughs> um, you know, obviously it feels better to connect with love than with something that evokes fear in you. It feels better. And that right there is our motivation <laughs> that reminds us that, okay, yes, this is in alignment with your true nature. Okay, sure. Maybe you needed to experience this fear to course correct and get back on the path of love, you know, where you belong, but it was very purposeful to connect with that fear and to connect with that dark path. Mm. On that loving note, Amy, let's start to bring things towards a close. Any concluding thoughts around anything we've spoke about, this whole identity, you know, um, whatever that may be. I don't want to preframe this in any way, shape or form. What's your overriding thoughts under this, 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 this title of missional leadership and spirituality, knowing me, knowing you? Okay, so I would encourage the listeners to remember this one thing that that you are born your foundation is constructed from divine love you are a divine being of light and at your core and your essence is the energy of love and tell yourself that every day every day when you look in the mirror state the affirmation i am love i am love because that's the truth mm. Short, sweet, but very, very poignant. Amy, gratitude as ever. In fact, I'm almost tempted to say gratitude plus forgiveness times love makes us happy. <laughs> Eureka. And, and so here we have it, listeners. And I'm going to sign off at this point the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?